Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. God of War Ragnarok is here, and Ragnarok in this world, Matt, means that Project Cars is dead. Oh, I thought you were going with uh, midterms. No political this show well you said ragnarok yeah i did yeah it's not, it's not yeah, like that's the end of, end of the world as we know it well yeah before doing that based on political things that happened way too long ago all right yeah, that's fair well i mean probably we could point at anything that's happened in the past like i don't know eight years and be like oh my god world's could, over we could, we could point at things 400 years ago and go that's a problem Man, Project doing, Cars isn't the only thing that died either. Doing double guns at that each we, other. Well, possibly. Anyways, hey, uh, Gamers Do Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Mm-hmm. You're in for a not-so-thrilling week of news, but, uh, you know, we'll get through it. We'll get through together. it together as a team. As one. As one united front. One united front of reading news articles and shitting on things we like for no reason. I love video games. I hate it. (laughs) Hate it. Uh, Oh, let's get right into the things then that we do enjoy. Are you ready for this? Uh, no, you can continue. My opinion doesn't matter. All right. Perfect. As long as you understand that number one, soul stone survivors for the PC. Number two, the unliving. For PC. Okay. Number three. A little to the left. Heard that before. For the PC. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> I'm just not going to not gonna do it. Just might as well just ignore it. Uh, Football Manager 2023 for PC, Xbox, and the Switch. The Switch. It's a light version of it. Same thing with the Xbox version. But hey. It's officially here. It's out. And I have 20-something hours in it already. Impressive. I don't, like, I get so jealous of, like, oh, I got 15 hours in God of War. And then you're like, I got 20 hours in Football Manager. And I'm like... And those are my numbers for both of those things. I didn't realize you had a fucking... What's the Harry Potter thing called? Horcrux. No. The Time Turner? Oh. A clock. The dumb thing Hermione's got where I she turned back what the time. Name, I can't remember what the name of it is. I don't know. You know time, what I, because I time turners as stupid as they would name it because it's it's what it does. There's an older guy at work who is in the military, and uh, he told me a good saying. 
today. And I lost it. I was like, I gotta incorporate that somewhere into my daily life. But he was talking about like toe tags on um Yeah, dead bodies. On uh on circuit boards. Like oh. they this we're old school military right here with this guy. Okay. So like they had toe tags on their circuit boards. And he read the toe tag one time and it said Turkey no worky. And I, it said like turkey, turkey, no worky. And I was like, that's the, I don't know why that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's the season for it, though. I know. That's what I think turkey it was no like. Worky. Yeah, turkey, no worky. I'm like, I got to put that somewhere. I can't wait to ask what's wrong. Turkey, no worky. <laughs> that's what, like the toe tag is supposed to tell you what's wrong with it. Turkey, no worky. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, I'm going to write that on something at work now just to make people ask questions. I know you could you would see yeah yeah there you go just name like a something turkey no worky I won't even do that I I'll, I'll put it on like the equivalent of a toe tag like hey why is this machine not working turkey no worky it's on the sticker right there you see it what does that mean <laughs> turkey no worky I don't know why you're asking me any more than that <laughs> uh, number seven land of the Vikings for PC weirdly uh weird release on that one you know what I mean yeah number eight Sonic Frontiers for P- PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. You almost wonder if they're like hoping to like ride a coattail or something on that one. On which one? Land of the Vikings. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were going to tell me that Sonic Frontiers tied into God of War. Well, no. I feel like Sonic Frontiers, the people are probably ashamed of what they've created. They're like, oh, if we, we can hide it. Yeah. Gotta go fast. Yeah. Number 10, God of War Ragnarok. Never heard of it. For PlayStation. <laughs> don't know why I <laughs> went to Paris Games Week, but I did. Turn into Pepe Le Pew there. Little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Love at first sight, no? <laughs> the best part about it is... Dude, Pepe Le Pew is a fucking creep, man. Oh, 100%. 110%. <laughs> one of the creepiest ca- cartoons there was. But the uh, I love that your French is more like... Frenchy from the boys, yeah. And mine is more sewer rat. <laughs> Where uh, you have a little bit of the twirl your mustache in it, <laughs> and I have a little bit of spit, <laughs> just clearly tapping out the end of my cigarette on whatever I feel like. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got one of those cigarette uh, holders, yeah, with the hat and the yeah. Qu- clearly twirled way too many times, <laughs> mustache. Uh, oh, little girl. Uh, I can only hard commit to the ver- the bad version. Uh, number 11, City Bus Manager for the PC. Take a guess what else I have 20 hours in, Matt. <laughs> you know what? At this point, I don't know. It could be City Bus Manager. Every now and then, you see my Boomkin VTuber with a City Bus Manager hat on. Uh, Jesus. Love it. I'm Tommy Bosses. Number 12, Dying Light to Stay Human, Bloody Ties DLC. That reminds me, there was a lot of updates this week. On, uh, reminds me that Dying games. Light 2 came out. Yeah, that's true. Number 13, Escape Academy, Escape from Anti-Escape Island. Okay, I wonder what that game's about. Not escaping the Anti-Escape Escape Island. Escape, mm. Escape, Escape. <laughs> Escape. Uh, number 14, Fabular, Once Upon a Space Time for the PC. 
Number 15, Hellfire Tactics for the PC, also known what known as what technique Matt and I used against each other during our scans at Target. <laughs> uh, chemical Weapons. Chemical Warfare. Number 16, yeah. Lunistus for the PC and Switch. Number 17, Police Simulator Patrol Officers for the PlayStation and Xbox. Probably how they're training cops nowadays. I'm not going to make the joke I want to make. Number 18, <laughs> Shadow of the Guild for the PC. No quick joke about I'm the shadow of all the guilds I've killed. No, nothing. No, I don't, you know. You're leaving that one? All right. We're not, you know, we got to get deeper into back into WoW before we can start making those. No, jokes. I see, I see. Hey, it's coming up two weeks. <laughs> I know. Two weeks, we are on, we're on spin cycle of how much have you played now? Yeah. And yeah. I go, I don't want to talk about it. 20 hours will look like a fucking drop in the bucket. Why you got to do that to me, man? <laughs> Why you got to say my quiet thoughts out loud? <laughs> I know my pain. <laughs> Number 19, Steel Rising, Kegli... Kegliostro's Secrets. Sounds good. Number 20, Hidden Through Time, Definitive Edition. For the PlayStation and Switch. Number 21, Save Room. For the PC, I lied. For the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 22, Tactics Ogre Reborn. For the PC, PlayStation, and Switch. And number 23, Valkyrie Elysium. For the PC. It's a lot of games for a week that God of War came out. Yeah, it's a lot of games sent to their death. Yeah. Good news you is, you know what's funny is Football Manager is going to be the second most selling one on that list. I was just going to say that's the funny thing is out of all the games on that list, like there is one that can hold its own, and it's Football Manager because they know their fucking crowd. And then the other one that can hold its own is City Bus Manager because for the same reason they know their crowd. Yeah, all seven of them. Ooh, got him. Got him. <laughs> There's only one City Bus Manager. I would like fan, to see me. <laughs> the crossover between God of War and Football Manager. I kind of think that what like that Venn diagram is. Yeah, I like. I feel like the football manager Venn diagram would be inside of the God of War Venn diagram, with like a like maybe. That's not how Venn diagrams work, though. Maybe with like a quarter of it out. So you're saying that everybody that plays Football Manager would also play God of War, save for a, a few. Yes. Okay. I was going to say the opposite. I would have said that it would have looked like... <laughs> just not... <laughs> not just... Well, like, I feel like at this point, like, Football Manager... All right, so, like... It's popular. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I didn't want to say it, but I I want to say it. It's popular. Yeah, yeah. No, you're allowed to say that. That's okay, the thought. You can, you're allowed to have that opinion. Okay. It's popular. Um, it's not wrong, and I don't hate you yet. Is it the most popular manager? Depending on how you define what you're asking me, yes, and by a fair margin. That's what I also thought, but I wasn't sure if I was forgetting something. I'm thinking like Cycling sports manager man- doesn't count. Like, you know, F1 manager I'd throw Just in Just came out. Yeah, which I don't think it nearly has. No. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that would come close. No, because FIFA and Madden don't count. Yeah, they're not. Out of the park baseball is the closest thing that counts. Yeah. And, and I- even then, football manager dwarfs it. Yeah, someone work on that. Get us those numbers. 
before Matt spends 85 minutes, instead of talking to me on this podcast, looking at his phone, trying to figure out what shipping units sold. I did pull it up, and I didn't bring it up again because I didn't want to like beat the horse. Into... Did you, wait, did you pull it up for this? No, I pulled it up during that episode. Oh, I yeah, found no, the numbers yeah, yeah. I was looking for. I, no, I knew you did during the episode because I lost your focus. Yeah. I thought you pulled it up again, getting ready to revisit it was, the topic It was today. pretty substantial. Like it was, it was kind of ridiculous. Anyways, we're, we're not going to do it again. You want to do odds or evens? Evens, evens. Okay. I just did twenty three games, man. I'm kind of already spent. Uh, I can feel it. I can feel it in my loins, my plums. Number one, Nintendo and DNA are working together on a formation of a new joint venture company. That will aim to, quote, strengthen the digitization of Nintendo's business. The new company will be called Nintendo Systems and will operate as a subsidiary of the platform holder since Nintendo is providing 80% of the capital required. Nintendo Systems Directive will be research and development as well as, quote, the creation of value-added services, end quote. So, yeah, I don't know. Another Nintendo systems. I mean, we'll we'll see. I don't know what they're gonna strengthen the digitization of Nintendo's business. I feel like that means like develop some sort of like. Does that mean they're gonna sell those stupid Switch SD cards to be the equivalent of Blu-ray discs now, where they have five meg files on them that just say "come download stuff"? See what what I mean? Yes. What what throws me through a loop and makes me think some sort of like online services stuff is the last thing, which is as re- it's research and development as well as the creation of value added services. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's all well and good, but these people made Labo. They did make Labo, so, and I understand, and that wasn't even probably the worst idea. No, the Wii U was the. The Labo problem was because they had so many Wii U boxes left. And yeah. I, I, as much of a joke as that is for me, and it's one of my favorite jokes of just the gaming industry, I think it's semi-probably real, where a bunch of engineers are wandering through a warehouse and saw crates on crates on crates of just unused, empty Wii U boxes. Like, thing... still folded together, like, haven't been put mm-hmm. together through the assembly line yet. Yeah. Went, what are we going to do with those? And they're like... I don't know, I made a keyboard for the Switch, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about you did that? And they're like, I don't know, man, it's just like cardboard. You fold it, and it goes, wee. What bothers me the most about the Nintendo Switch is it almost validates the Wii U in a way. Because it's like clearly, like the Wii U is clearly the stepping stone between the Wii and the Switch. Sure, <laughs> you're like, well, they got the whole game cad. No, format, no, no. You know like, I, mean? I know where your brain's at. Mm-hmm. It literally is a Wii and a Switch combined is the Wii U. I so I get where your brain's yeah, at. Yeah. You literally you took you took object one and object two and basically put them through the reproductive machine, and then you got the Wii. Well, U. no, I mean, but I guess on the surface it looks like that. But like to get for Nintendo to get to the Switch, they had to make the Wii U. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think it is in the aspect because of it's you're, Nintendo because we're talking you're, about. Because you're forgetting the 
existence of D of their already handheld scenario. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's the problem is it's Nintendo. So like they couldn't find hardware that was cheap enough that could at the time that could that was cheap enough that could be a standalone gamepad. Sure. Cuz like they won't go full in and go like, "Oh, let's make like a Steam Deck." They'd be like, "No, we need something that's fucking can't run half the fucking games in the world." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'll allow it. It's just a research. It's just like Nintendo's weird research and development that kind of feeds into the whole Labo thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till they tell somebody to strap a Joy-Con to their forehead to play like the soccer heading game. Uh, put it on your forehead and just move your head around, and then you can head the ball into the goal. And somebody's gonna headbutt their TV, and it's gonna be hysterical. I'm gonna love it. That reminds me of the fucking Switch Ring thing or the Fitness Ring. Remember yeah. that thing? Yeah, Ring Fit. God damn. Yeah, and you you fought enemies in that. Remember that. You fought bosses. I didn't do shit. Remember that we Fit Trainer <laughs> was a fighter in Smash. Yeah, yeah. Number two. Settlement talks between Activision Blizzard and the U.S. Department of Justice have fallen apart in an antitrust case centered on the publishers Overwatch League and Call of Duty League. The Department of Justice opened its probe into the esports league last year to determine whether their competitive balance tax violated antitrust rules by keeping player salaries down. The competitive balance task works much like a luxury tax in traditional sports leagues. The difference between Activision Blizzard's luxury tax and those of MLB or the NBA is that the traditional sports leagues have player unions that agree to such limits in collective bargaining agreements. Activision Blizzard reportedly dropped its competitive balance tax and maximum player salary cap for its leagues last year. Probably probably five minutes before the person actually opened the investigation. Yeah. (laughs) I... Well played, Mauer. <laughs> it's well kind played. of insane the amount of like uh just shit that Activision Blizzard is getting into. And I feel like part of it is like sharks, you know, smelling blood in the water. Um which this just gave me a random thought is I should really next time they do like an earnings call or something, or they at the end of their fiscal year would be a good time to do it. Should look at their like earnings and revenue and their breakdowns and see how much money they spent on um, lawyer fees, lawyers, yeah, <laughs> their legal department. How much like how much money it costs them? I would love to see that part of the pie chart. I bet it's pretty fucking substantial. And you go, man, is that why it? You paid more money to deal with this than Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two development costs. I uh, bet it. I bet it's like. I bet it's enough to where it it shows up. Oh, 110%. Like, it shows up in or their they, operating Or they lie costs. about it, and they say that, well, those weren't technically lawyer's fees. Those were something else. So we're categorizing it into this part. These were lawyer fees for this person because he worked on this team. So that gets thrown into the Modern Warfare 2 budget. Oh, and <laughs> That's crafty. They would do that. I can, I can sleazeball numbers if I need to sleazeball numbers. Would do that. Whenever you're doing data, we know this, butter knife. Yeah. Butter yeah, knife up those butter stats. Knife out. Move them where you need to. Well, if I remember, I'll look into that. I probably won't remember. Let's be honest. Um, Number three. He won't until he gets on the earnings call for Activision Blizzard at the end of the year. And They started. Earnings call started. I was very. Uh, I was. I behaved. 
I did not. There's like, like you say, I behaved. There was as if I could have picture of the stock market screen that you see a bunch. Half of, people of this, have. like I could have added like six more stories on here that would have been oh, all earnings calls. I believe it, but you know the stock market screen that I'm talking about, where it's yeah, a bunch it's of the scrolls. green. It's no, it's the big oh. green squares. Oh, okay, and it's based on like whatever the percentages of change, whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's really big green ones or big red ones, and yeah. it's, it's this whole screen. All I'm picturing is you having one of those above your normal monitor at work. <laughs> But it's just earnings calls that are <laughs> high, quick generating pie charts and everything for you just to look at and be like, uh, that would oh. be, that'd be funny. Yeah. It's like oil prices are down. I don't care. Did you see the new, <laughs> the new decisions that Activision Blizzard King was making? <laughs> Candy Crush 3, they're insane. Oh, man. Speaking of insane, GameIndustry.biz has confirmed that EA is done. With Project Cars. The Slightly Mad Studios developed series was launched in 2015, with EA confirming that it has made the decision to, quote, stop further development and investment, end quote, in the franchise. The announcement was made internally, and it's unclear at this stage to which extent staff could be affected. EA said that employees working on Project Cars will be moved into suitable roles wherever they can. As of 2019, when Codemasters acquired it, Slightly Mad Studios employed 150 staff. Electronic Arts came to this decision after evaluating the status of Project Cars following its acquisition of Codemasters, concluding that it, it was unlikely to become a successful game or fit in with the rest of the publisher's racing portfolio. Although it hasn't been totally confirmed yet, the Dirt series is said to have met the same fate. Some rumors say that Dirt will live on as EA Sports Rally. Somehow Grid is still alive and kicking, but that would be my guess as for the next sacrifice, the EA Overlords. So, uh, you know, another dead body to throw on the pile? Sure, but if I was going to throw anybody under the pile, if I had my pick of their racing titles that I was going to kill, yeah, who would I have killed? At this point, probably Need for Speed. No, no, I mean... Oh, yeah, I guess I wouldn't... What I'm saying at this point, I'm assuming everything is still alive. Like, Dirt's still alive. Project Car is still alive. Um, out, of, out of everything still living as of Monday, <laughs> who would I have killed when they came to me and said, From EA. We have to off one of these. What's who do you do? kill? What else is he? I mean, you've already mentioned it. The answer is Grid. Grid. Yeah, I think right out of all of them, Grid's the worst. I would have killed think. them first. Yeah. I've been like, sorry. This uh, that's this whole just, thing doesn't make sense to me as far as the Just look at the sun, go. Pony. They're not Pony Boy. That's Tay Golden. Just look at the sun, George. Lenny. 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 Just look at the sun, Lenny. I'm, I'll get my one reference right eventually. Just look at the sun. I love how they're like, the game is unlikely to be successful or fit into the rest of their publisher's racing portfolio. Massive racing portfolio. They're they're known for it. Project Cars, which oh, is yeah. arguably, I mean, it got a two and three. I guess three is the worst. I I don't know. My understanding as well. But that's the closest that EA I think has to a legitimate racing game that's not arcade or F one. Yeah. So. I'm confused, but hey. Need for Speed Pro Street coming back. I mean, if they did do that, maybe if they did the 
if they gave needs for need for speed the forza treatment i would also be okay if this was positioned in such a way that they were going to say dirt is dead because we're just renaming it ea sports rally mm-hmm. it'll essentially still be dirt but we have to for sake say dirt's dead yeah and also project cars is dead because you guys are going to come out with ea sports track or what, yeah. whatever you want to call it and essentially it's just project cars is essentially dead you guys that same team is now making something else but i you know it's just EA, wild to me EA too. Doesn't, EA doesn't think like that. They don't think positively. It's wild to me too that it's and you grid people. You got to go do burnout. Is you? They have Codemasters. They have slightly mad studios. They have some of the best racing devs in the world, which are predisposed to their racing games being uh, more on the sim side than the arcade side, and more popular than EA's racing. Games. And they are, they just killed all the arca- all the sim styled <laughs> games and are, only have arcade style. Yep, style. which they can't compete against Horizon. I don't, I'm so like, whatever. I, I, again, this goes back to, I wish I was a fly on the wall in a bunch of boardrooms, but man, listening to them make decisions, I would get so angry. I do. I do. When we hear about the decisions getting made, but I would love to be in the room listening to their justification just so I could get angry. Like when essentially the, the meme comes out where the guy gets thrown out the third story window and he goes. Shouldn't we kill like grid that underperforms every single time we push it out? And they're like, uh, no. I purposely bought this studio to kill them. And you're like, why would you? It's it's crazy to me they're because gonna, they're here to fix grid. They'll fix grid. Grid will be fine. And you're like, no one is asking you to make grid. Not to mention, Project Cars has name recognition. Like good, they, decent they name recognition. Grid, they put grid what was it Legends or whatever back out. Yeah, I couldn't name one person I've seen play it. No. Whereas if they if they slapped uh if they threw out a uh, project cars four, people would be like they'd at least look into it. Yeah. It's now you have to say brought to you by the team that brought you project cars. Yeah. Otherwise, EA Sports Rally is going to get exactly what I would give it. Yeah, yeah I think they like that's a fart sound effect. They think like, oh, if we slap EA Sports on the front of it, people will like immediately no. be interested. Unfortunately, it's now like, eh, that's not how it works. Not anymore. That's how it used to work. Yeah. EA Big, EA fucking Challenge Everything logo. Like all you guys' intros were iconic, and now it's to the point where we hear EA Sports. We reprinted the game, and you're like, <laughs> uh, we don't know the game. EA Sports, same shit, new year. <laughs> this disc can fit a whole lot of 2023 in it. You're like, what the? Come on, man. <sighs> uh, we yeah. tried a lot of things. Look at the new hairstyle. Yeah, cool. Your designers are doing their job. Why aren't the rest of anybody? I guess, uh, you anyway. know, we'll probably revisit this topic in a year or two. And Yeah, when I get annoyed that they're re- releasing Grid 7. And, and still be not satisfied. I'm never satisfied, Matt. That's my secret. Oh. All right. If you, uh, if you think you can satisfy Nate, I hope uh, you get a hold of me. I'll give you a cell phone number. I. Guys, alarmed, girls, or goats. I'm alarmed and aroused. <laughs> <laughs> they may be connected. 
Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, it, I can't, it's not that I can't play Resident Evil because of Lady <laughs> Dimitru. It's because whenever I get scared. <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. Not a G-rated podcast, generally. No, that's why every every episode is marked explicit. Because I do dumb jokes like that. <laughs> that's no, number four. The European Commission has announced the results of its preliminary investigation into Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. I want to be clear. you That is like ten words with ten letters each. Immediately to start that. What the hell? There's been a few. There was you. The other one you read, too, had... Had a similar situation going on. I just noticed it with that one because there were a lot of shuns. Yeah. <laughs> Acquisition of Activision. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, saying its findings have justified launching an in-depth investigation into the competitive effects of the deal. Quote, the commission's preliminary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wordy I, one. I can't, I can't even do it because I just keep catching the issues now. The commission's preliminary investigation shows that the traction may significantly reduce competition. <laughs> I can't do it now. Like, you laughed about it. Shit. Uh, significantly reduce competition on the markets for the distribution. <laughs> Why is this so fucking funny to me? <laughs> there's so many. This whole article, there's so many. Uh... It's just so, it's so wordy. Who does this? The commission's, pro- I'm going to get through this. I got to focus up. All right, here we go. Whew. Deep breath. The commission's preliminary investigation shows that the traction may significantly reduce competition on the markets for the distribution of console and PC video games, including multi-game subscription services and or cloud streaming services and for PC operating systems. Specifically, the commission said it was worried that Microsoft would keep Activision Blizzard games off of rival consoles or, quote, degrading the terms and conditions for their use of or access to, end quote, those games or other console, on other consoles. The commission has a March 23 deadline to conduct its in-depth investigation and issue a decision. I, for one, enjoyed... Wait, what? Hold on, what did he say? I gotta read, I gotta read ahead before I say whether or not I enjoyed that. I hate this man, but enjoyed his underhanded threat, CEO Bobby Codex. Quote, we will continue to cooperate with the European Commission where, in the countries they represent, we have many employees. End quote. Fuck you, England. (laughs) (laughs) I love how I kind of read it and I immediately thought he was being like, yeah, we'll cooperate in your countries where we have lots of employees that we could fire. (laughs) (laughs) While they're still there. (laughs) Oh, Oh, good I, stuff. Good stuff. I had to. I had to regain it. Otherwise, I was gonna start cry laughing. And I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna <laughs> recover. It was, was a bad one. Like, <laughs> it was just, was like, just... right as I, right I began, I was like, "Man, there's a lot of things in here," and then it just got worse. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that keep getting worse, well, shit, Ubisoft time. An update on Ubisoft's website about Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time remake informed players that their pre-orders will be refunded. (laughs) Oh, hey, you skull and bones plebs, guess what's coming your way? Uh, The company highlighted that Prince of, quote, 
Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time remake is not canceled. Well, that's not a good idea. <laughs> but that since the game currently does not have a release date, existing pre-orders have been canceled and refunded where applicable. End quote. It added that the game is currently still in development at Ubisoft Montreal and that its new release date has not been set yet. Pre-orders will reopen once the launch window is announced. And I suspect this has something that this has legal reasons behind it because I feel like the past like couple weeks someone was being sued for pre-orders without uh any sort of release date. Good. So good. Yeah. I'm All here right. to <laughs> announce you can give us money for Gamers 2 2. Uh do we do we think that this game's actually coming out ever? Did Prince you? of Persia? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be canceled? Mm, do I think it comes out last time we talked or about after this. Skull and Bones? Last time we talked about this game, which was not that long ago, it was because it lost its its Weird, game director. Right? Yeah. Man, do I? Hmm. Mm. No, no, but yes would be my answer. <clears throat> Doesn't no. Skull and Bones come out sooner? It got delayed, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. It was yeah. It was supposed to already be out. And then they, they delayed. Delay. It, they delayed it in the next year. <clears throat> okay. And then they're going to delay spring, it. right? Yeah, they're going to delay it again when that gets close. Don't worry. You got oh time. God. Ubisoft. What a fucking shit show. I Prince love that Persia, we have Prince of Persia before or after Beyond Good and Evil Two. Oh, before. <laughs> if it if it comes out at all before. Beyond Good and Evil Two canceled or not? <laughs> Who also has gone through multiple changes? At this point, it's it's hilarious because I feel like. I feel like EA and Ubisoft are in a race to the bottom, and Ubisoft is winning by a fucking like a lot, <laughs> which is which is funny. Ubisoft had a head start, for sure. Let's be fair; they said competition to race to the bottom, and EA went, "But you guys are already halfway there." And they said, "We know," and then just kept going further. Uh. All right, where the fuck's this release date? March ninth. Okay, I had to remind myself. When no new Skull Far Cry. No new Watch Dogs. Yeah, we know Assassin's not- Creed out the wazoo. Rainbow Six Extraction failed. Siege, unsure. Future of Siege, unsure. Division. Division attempting to come out of the woodwork and do a bunch of stuff, failing. Uh, that weird Battle Royale failed. What's What's the last good game that came out with Valhalla? It's a subjective take, but yes. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess last Far Cry, game... Far Cry 6 would be the majority the, of people's answers, probably. The last game that you could argue was a good game, I would say, would probably be Valhalla. I'm sure somebody would argue with me about Far Cry 6 being a good game, but I have glaring problems with it. Yeah, I do that as well. Could have been easily fixed as well. But just better question. When's the last time Ubisoft came out with a great game? Ooh, Far Cry Three. No, now, see, I would argue with you it was Origins. Yeah, I would say Origins. Three. Th- I mean, Far Cry Three is goaded. Yeah, but f- Origins is a, is up there in terms of a revisit to a franchise to change the entire way it functioned. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Origins. And essentially re-kick it off. And it did everything I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to 
be on a boat for more than five seconds. Yeah. Which, no, I think Origins is fair. I'll rate any game pretty high if I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Origins is pretty fair. Oh, man. Far Cry 4 was pretty good, too. 3 is better than 4, but 4 is good. And arguably, 5 is good, too. Which one's 4? Pagan Men. I never played that one. It's good. I like he's he's a, again he's in the trio of good villains. Yeah, and then you follow into five, and I th- I really liked five. I like five more than four. I'd probably have three, five, four, and then one, two, and six. Put them wherever you want. Yeah. Did you play any one or two? Uh, my buddy played them, and so I was kind of around like watching, but I didn't. I didn't play them. Yeah, I only. First, first one I played was three. I remember there being that one thing about I think it was in two or one where you you were technically you had a you gotten bit by something or whatever and you had to keep getting medicine to like keep the. I think that was two, right? Yeah, maybe I don't I don't remember. I just remember that being a thing and it being an issue. Um, but three, four, and five were like the the intro to awesome villains, mm-hmm. and they are very very good villains. Yeah. Which is why I have three, five, four as my order because Voss, uh, Joseph, and then Pagan Men, I think in that order are correct. There you go, Ubisoft. But then Assassin's Creed, games. Assassin's Creed is Origins, and then I don't have enough to really speak on the other division. Of one, the division one was better than division two, and that's not even a question. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would think I think for Assassin's Creed Origins, definitely. And then I would say Valhalla. After, of the new, I guess I should quali- qualify that of the new Assassin's Creed. What's the other option? Odyssey. I, I mean, yeah, Odyssey's, literally, literally blanked it out of my mind. That's how much I yeah. Don't Odyssey's like that one. Odyssey was interesting. I actually liked Odyssey a lot, but it as far as like when you compare it to Origins and Valhalla, it's clearly not as good. It oh. I, I mean, I mean, this is the joke. Obviously, I get. I want to say I told you so, but the moment they announced it, I was like, "This is a mistake." But they took a half step when they should have taken a. If they did Odyssey and took a full actual time they needed to, yep, and also understood how to trim fat, they would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But I that think game is I, bloated and was rushed. I honestly think if they would have leaned into the whole like demigod thing more, it probably would have been a better game. It also would have set up Valhalla better. Yeah. Where you play Demigod again. Yeah. Yeah. Which is part of the issue, actually. You play Demigod where the majority of other people probably didn't play Odyssey and didn't do that. Except I think Odyssey sold really well. Anyway, number six. Meta told staff it would be cutting 13% of the company, or roughly 11,000 people, as reported by Variety. The news went out in an email at 3 a.m. Pacific time. Oh, God. On Wednesday, with staff learning about their individual fate on a rolling basis later that day, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg told staff he had been increasing the company's investments in recent years based on his belief that the boost business saw in 2020 and 2021 would be a permanent acceleration that would continue even after the pandemic ended. In the same way, in the same statement, he said, unfortunately, this did not play out the way I expected. No shit. I don't want to be the guy that went, obviously, but, you know, here we are. I don't, I have a couple things shocked me in this. First one being the sheer amount of people that Meta employs. 
when 11,000 people is only 13% of your workforce. Yeah. The other thing was that he legitimately thought that the online presence would stay after everybody went back. Like, yeah, that the, that the pandemic, that the boost to online activity during the fucking pandemic was going to continue. I like, Listen, there's being out of touch. There's being out of touch, man. I don't understand how. How are rich people so out of touch? Money. Like, it's just it's crazy to me. Like the bubble, the bubble that money gives you, is like a goddamn force field. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, immune to all common sense. Yeah. Yeah, looking at you, Elon. Um, Ooh, boy, we're getting canceled on Twitter. <laughs> All right. Didn't really use those <laughs> that account anyways. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Where, where do you think we're losing all that from? Facebook? 11,000 people. They saw the PSVR, too, and went, fucking up. we're out of here. <laughs> fucking Oculus. There's a whole article about the fact that... Uh, the PSVR two uses uh, MediaTek uh, chips, SOCs. Oh, and uh, I guess that's like a big deal. I don't sure, man. Why. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna pretend to know what that means. It's just like that, you know, like the non the non name brand with yeah, like sure. SOCs. So like everyone's just like <gasps> gasp. Yeah, um, it's like, yo, bro, I'm running my gaming PC with an Intel video card. Like, yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> if you're an outlier, cool. Doing something freaky. <clears throat> Being different. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <clears throat> Number seven. There was a fair bit of drama this week, as per usual. We're going to cover some of it uh, briefly. Um, do, do we have a consensus on how you say this studio? Is it is it Z-A-U-M? Is it Za-U-M? Go with that one. Za-U-M? Yeah, I, okay. like, that. I like that better. Whatever, right. Here's the best part. We haven't talked about it before. We won't again. So this is the one chance they get. Ex-Zaum employees Robert Kavertz and Alexander uh, Rostov have made claims that the majority stake in the studio was obtained illegally. Meanwhile, Studio Zaum <laughs> claims to have fired the former senior staff due to mismanagement and misconduct. This is a continuation of the Disco Elysium tomfoolery we discussed previously. You're curious about uh, what that means? By all means, uh, do some oogly googly and dig deeper. I like that like you wrote oogly googly in. <laughs> uh, I was getting real, real. Yeah, you. Weird. Lost. I was getting real weird when I did. This. Yeah, because I also can't wait for next week to just have something in it that says turkey no worky. Now <laughs> you wrote oogly googly turkey, turkey no worky. Uh, Ubisoft turkey no worky. <laughs> Uh, composer be me at Thanksgiving. This one was this next. Well, I'll just read it first. Composer Mick Gordon has alleged that Doom Eternal executive producer Marty Stratton lied in a post attempting to blame him for the poorly received Doom Eternal official soundtrack. Gordon's claim was made in a Medium blog post rebuffing an open letter by Stratton regarding the Doom Eternal official soundtrack that was included as part of the collector's edition of the game. Uh, this one was a wild ride and will probably end up as a Netflix documentary someday. I actually perused 
I, you know, I was on Reddit as I do when I'm bored. And, um, I came across the Doom Eternal post from, uh, the executive producer, Marty Shren. And I, I like, I like skimmed it. I, I also want to be clear. Did this Doom Eternal came out two years ago, right? Yes. Or two so. plus, I should say. I don't know when this has weird timing. on it. I think this came out after the game. Yeah, but how does the collector's edition? Sure, the collector's edition probably does come out. I think it was delayed. That's part. That's part of the. Okay, all right. So that that explains my my confusion of why we're talking about this potentially. Yeah. So I skimmed his post on Reddit, and I, you know, just was like, all right, whatever. And then the next day or later on, I saw that there was a thing about from this composer, Mick Gordon, and he 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 wrote a fucking novel, dude. He wrote like. He probably put it on a website because it wouldn't fit on Reddit. Like, it had chapter listings and stuff. Like, I had a table of contents. Yeah, I think that's how most medium posts kind of end up. Oh, this is over the character limit I need to place. <laughs> yeah, so I actually read through a good amount of it, and I was like, this is fucking wild. Like, this is a wild ride. This is awesome. So this one's, like, genuinely worth, if you're interested in any way in, like, a crazy story or Doom Eternal or whatever, it's, a, it's an interesting one. You got a TLDR for me? Uh, I mean, long story short. They, or is that the TLDR? Uh, I mean, I guess that is. I mean, m- mostly it was just he he was taken for a ride, like, because, you know, you're a composer, pandemic, you work off. You're you're working from home for the most part. You're just sending them stuff. Yeah, and basically they just took advantage of them in a huge way. That's something. And then like attached his name to the soundtrack when they never even told him that they were doing it or that they were going to contract him for it. And like there's it was a whole slew of stuff. So fun times. At Ridgemont High. Never watched that movie. I haven't either. I know the movie though. Iconic, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think anybody older than us probably. Yeah, yeah. How? Do, what are your feelings on the Christmas story? Ooh. All right. Skip a holiday, I guess. We'll talk about it. Uh, I mean, everyone else skips Turkey Day. Turkey no worky. Yeah, and all of those people are wrong. They are wrong. Uh, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I'm, I'll go on record and say that. I don't know about favorite. Top three, though. What is better than Thanksgiving? I... I I always have a sucker for Christmas. Clearly, you did not work at Target enough. No. Because <laughs> I fucking dis- thanks Thanksgiving I, into Black Friday. I despite. Well, that's why that's why I like Thanksgiving so much because it was we taken were- from me, and I wanted it. <laughs> I was gonna say we were working Thanksgiving. It was taken from me. You and I were in the trenches. Unrightfully. I remember seeing your head get shot off by that guy. Whereas Christmas turns everyone into goddamn monsters and it gets shoved down your throat. Okay, I'll 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 allow that reason. That is okay. I also just told those people to fuck off. That's that's fair. And the majority of them work for our coworkers and they can fuck off. Alright, so Christmas. Shoved sorry. down your throat is correct though. Yeah. That's Which I, true. equally. My same feelings on the Christmas story, but what are your feelings on it? I think it's good. I have no problem with it. I think it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. I th- I think it falls into the definitely, like you said, under overplayed yeah. all the time. It's yeah. uh well Sam was the worst one for that. He'd have it on the break room every mm. five minutes. Yeah. And you're like, dude, come on, man. 
What's your What's your go to Christmas movie? Like, do you, like, do you have a childhood one that's like just iconic to you, or like one that, if you see it, it always reminds you of Christmas? Oh, reminds me of Christmas. Yeah, you know, just like something that that gives you that feeling. No. If I had to pick one, it'd be Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas, which is kind of is weird. Is it even a Christmas movie? Also, you, it's well, that's kind of the weird thing with it. It's the argument with Burton. It's like Halloween. The other thing, which also reminds me of Christmas, which is really weird. Die Hard. Band of Brothers. Oh, all right. Yeah, fair enough. There's there's a few. I mean, I don't think there's a full movie because, like, sure, Elf is a Christmas movie. You know, Christmas with the Krang. Christmas story. Or wait, no, hold on. I know. And I go back to Christmas story. I was confusing that movie. I stand with you. Burn to the ground. Okay. <laughs> you know what else I'd burn to the ground? Just while we're here? Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. You know what I replace them both with? Christmas vacation. I kind of had a feeling we were going to go National Lampoon. Yeah. There's some other ones that have tried to capture the Christmas vacation, like Essence. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them just get more, I don't know, too whatever. Try too hard. Yeah. Either with typical, like, it's... I had a coworker had a really good one, his answer for this question. Oh? Shining. Uh, yeah, and he's just like it's not even really a Christmas movie, but you know, snow. <laughs> just like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, there's there's <laughs> other things of like the. Oh, God, I wish I could remember it because I think it's a foreign movie. There's some scenes that like I immediately think of, and some of them are the the trenches scene mm-hmm. where they both come out of the trench and, <clears throat> and share the, the holidays and stuff. But yeah, it, there's nothing that's like great british baking show but like i mean let's be honest that's a, not a, that's a show not a movie yeah, yeah. um but like movie wise and eh, kind of whatever christmas story is bullshit obviously it's got fun lines in it for g lay yeah the whole tongue stuck to a shoot your eye out. yeah tongue stuck to a fly pole yeah. get your fucking decoder ring um just overplayed miracle on 34th street i fall out of joy with because like all of the movies back then it's you know feel good at the moral these things and i'm like i mm. hate all of this honestly let's let's be real people let's not try to sugarcoat shit yeah <laughs> um and then follow it with... but in the same vein like i don't mind it's a wonderful life like i really? i enjoy that ah oh, yeah i'm not gonna watch it every christmas but it, like it doesn't bother me i won't watch it if it's on yeah if i can if i can get the remote i won't watch it yeah. if i can find anything else to do i'll just leave the room or I'll be on my phone the entire time. Like I'm not gonna watch it. Doesn't do anything for me. Even Chris, it's the same thing with Christmas Story though. I won't watch it. I just don't. Yeah. I'm like, eh. Oh, is this the scene? No, I don't even know the order, man. I don't care. It's like whatever. That's for sure. I don't. There's a. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's just not. Are there like Christmas? Yeah, there's Christmas movies I'll watch that I enjoy, but there's just nothing that like. And I think everyone's got the same movies for Thanksgiving. Bond. Oh, Bond marathon. That's not where I went. I went Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, which is kind of more Halloween, but yeah. Well, it's harvesty. Yeah. 
Well, it's the same thing because I would throw all the Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's a great one as well. You know, it's, uh, it's the style of animation I- Christmas movies are good ones. Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, exactly. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. It's oh, good shit right there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, what are we doing? We're doing a video game podcast? <laughs> so far gone. Uh, but yeah, those those would definitely be up there as well. Uh, those are always up there. But yes, I, I agree. Thanksgiving, Bondathon. Yeah. 110%. I have them all loaded. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to enjoy my Thanksgiving. That The best part about that, it bleeds right into Dragonflight release, so I'm Bond right up until then. <laughs> But you know what the best part? I'm gonna sorry sorry to continue this derail. No, you know what the best part about uh, Thanksgiving this year is? Can you guess? Sure, there's football. There's always football. There's something else going on that doesn't normally happen. World Cup. You bet your ass. It starts the Sunday before, and then it's four games a day. You might need like two TVs. Yeah. So it's one game or one or two games, one game Sunday, four Monday, four Tuesday, four Wednesday, four games on Thanksgiving, four games on Black Friday, four games on Saturday, four games That's on Sunday. Crazy. I am going to have my eyes glued to screens and just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good month for you. Oh, I'm, 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 get into my veins and check me like I'm an addict. Number eight. <laughs> Yes, we got to keep moving. <laughs> Members of the EU. I hate that sentence. 
Yeah. Members of the EU Parliament have voted on a resolution that calls on the European Commission and Council for a larger investment in the European games industry. The group proposed that national and Europe Union aid be used in the effort to support the sector. Elected officials who asked for the creation of a long-term plan to develop and retain talent. Oh, I blanked on that word. Among the other proposals was the preservation of the most culturally significant European video games and ensuring their playability for the future. So I will ask you, Matt. Uh, What do you think (laughs) are the most culturally significant European video games? I mean, definitely. Top 10. Here we go. Oh my god, I don't know. If Not in any order. Down. Just the top, the quick ten that we come to. Memes I or mean, not. The Witcher. Okay. I can rip. Developed in Europe. That's not what that says. That says the most culturally significant European video games. No, well, yeah, it's European video games. So it's gotta be developed in Europe. No, it doesn't. European Truck Simulator. <laughs> I mean, that was probably developed in Europe. Um, I don't know. FIFA. Yeah, I got, I mean, yeah, even though it's not really Call of Duty. So you're, you're really reaching. Battlefield 1942. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Call of Duty's not a reach. These are all European backed games. The Witcher. Stalker. Did I say that already? I might have said that. Ooh, Stalker's a good one. I like that. That's a good joke. I like that. Stalker. <laughs> Metro. That's a good joke. <laughs> Metro. Metro. Really. Watchdogs. <laughs> Half of Europe's games are gonna be post-apocalyptic. Like Watchdogs. Uh, go Watchdogs two, right? Three. No, I'm gonna three. Google Watchdogs it and three. see what comes up. Uh, what's the French game? I can't think of. French game. The French studio PlayStation has. Is Dreams French? <laughs> I Google. Oh, you know what? No, I got a better answer. I got a good one. Cycling manager. What's yours? <laughs> a plague oh. tale. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> we're we already nailed ten. Oh my god! I, oh, I, also, how did I forget F one manager and F one twenty twenty? Yeah, like or twenty twenty two. I guess. Oh, football manager. What am I doing with my life? I'm playing a European game. Oh, really hoping that yeah. I'm playing Tales. Here we go. Though. A map of video games from Europe. That'll give us something. So I continue into nine before we finish this joke. Um, I think we already nailed it. I'll take I'll take nine while you while you okay do this. Number nine: a sequel to Control is in development. Developer Remedy Entertainment confirmed the news today, saying that Control 2 would be a joint project with the publisher 505 Games, which published the original Control. The sequel is currently in the concept stage, but Remedy says it will launch on the PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X and S. So hey, Control 2, Control Harder. This is a terrible map, but uh, there are some good ones on here, like GTA. Okay, so I make a bunch. We make a bunch of Europe references, and then GTA is the well, one. Well, I guess GTA doesn't count because it's it's the UK. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Crisis, Mafia. Okay, I beyond good and evil. Ah, uh, yeah, kind of. Can't read any. Assassin's Creed. 
Yeah, I mean, sure. Two, three, all in Italy. Can't read any of this shit. Well, Forza? Whatever. That's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a set of Corsa? That's gotta be Italian. Biz- Business Insider has coolest video game companies in Europe. All right. Okay. Yeah, but that's yeah. enough of that. We made our jokes. <clears throat> All right. We'll and, go. Sh- and Playtale was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll go straight into number ten. At the end of Take Two's earnings conference call, CEO Strauss Zelnick was asked what his opinion on bringing their games to subscription services like Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, and whether they have any plans to implement a subscription model to their distribution methods. According to Strauss, the type of games they deliver, GTA Online or Red Dead Online, are more on the interactive side of the entertainment rather than the linear mode of entertainment. Quote, The interactive entertainment business is very different than the linear entertainment business. People consume far fewer hours of interactive entertainment in a given month than they do on a linear entertainment, or or more than they do of linear entertainment. And within that consumption, there are far fewer titles consumed in interactive entertainment than there are with linear entertainment. I think the answer is no. To offer frontline titles day in day with titles on a subscription service, I don't think that ever made sense. End quote. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird statement. Not weird. I just think he's wrong. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Like his explanation doesn't quite make sense. I I think I get what he's coming for, like like where he's at. Yeah, I I agree with him not putting GTA Six in Red Dead Three or whatever. I, yeah, like I agree with the fundamentals, services. but the way he explains it, but I think the, doesn't make sense. But if it to me, he would be saying that those experiences are linear experiences, right? That's how I should read that. I think he's, he's saying, saying that GTA Online mm-hmm. it would be an interactive experience. Yes. And so he wants to tell me, Captain Gamer, <laughs> that I spend more time playing single-player story-driven experiences per See, month than I do games with other people. Originally, I read it that way. and Because that's I how just, it's written. Oh, yes. But re- like as I was reading it, I think I realized... The issue where I think he, I think he might be referring to linear mode of entertainment as in streaming services like Netflix. Uh, like I think he's saying that he doesn't agree with the subscription business model because it it doesn't work with video games. Okay, now if that's the case, I so understand. I think I think he disagrees with the idea of Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. Sure. I'll allow it. However, I propose this idea to you, Strauss. You money man. You'd make a boatload of money <laughs> if you had a subscription service. Ah, hear me out though, Matthew. Okay. We give them the best of both worlds. We say you're right. Your story version is not allowed on subscription services. But roughly six months after they launch, your online mode becomes free on said subscription service. Would you like money? I will give it to you. 
you subscribe and you get online for free and you also get a stipend of x amount of money in game per month yeah x amount of uh get a card a shark card rockstar bucks yeah shark card remember the shark cards yeah i couldn't remember what they were called in red dead though i think it was just gold i think you bought gold. yeah uh, how do you want to remember shark cards? You kidding me? It became a point where you almost couldn't play GTA without having to go buy them. If you didn't keep up with it forever. That's true. Did I ever buy one? No. Thanks for asking. I don't know if I did. I didn't because we did all the heists and then I just said, whatever money that I have is that. Yeah. We I tried to, I did playing after the heist. So yeah. Really... I did do some heists with other people. Like, uh, we did it with Arker and then I would do, I did a couple with like Matt or yeah, your Matt. Hi Matt. Hi. With, um, Kenny and Austin and them and help them get through some. So I got some money from that, but it wasn't. <clears throat> Again, the whole joke would have been if we were all continuing to play, we do them, we do them all four times. Yeah. And juice the rewards a hundred percent to one person. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, if you're going to do that, why don't you just do it four times with all the evenly balanced? I'm an idiot. Continue. <laughs> How do you want to split this sucker up? You want to just kind of, uh, you take the first ten. I'll take the last nine. Okay, there it is, folks. I, I just something different. Now for the short things that some of them aren't really short, but you know whatever. I write this so you know it's I can do what I want. It to be fair, it's Matt's definition of short. Which, funny enough, you'll notice it gets longer as the list gets longer. Why well, it gets longer as I get more excited. <laughs> I'm re- scared. <laughs> a new report has shown. Light on how the Japanese PC games market is growing. Speaking of things getting longer. With both revenues and player count nearly doubling over the course of just a few years. PC games market in Japan was worth $868 million in 2021. It nearly doubled that of 2018. 16 million Japanese player on PC up from 11 uh, in 2015. Then 4.5 million only on PC, up from 2.2 in 2015. Not bad, Japan. A lot of numbers. Yep. A lot of numbers, basically. Interesting for Japan, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Steam Deck's going to help that. Do you count count those as PC sales? I would. And you know what? I was wondering the same thing, because uh, gaming PCs, if you needed them to be smaller, you can do it. it. So Mini ITX boards? Mm-hmm. Beautiful tiny little things. Um, the merger of Unity and Iron Source is complete. Gears of War is getting a Netflix adaptation, specifically a live action feature film, and then an animated series. Take a guess on which one's going to be better. Live action film. Ooh, wrong. Animated series. Continue. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, they've been they Netflix when they are adapting. Actually, yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Anime good, live action bad. Yes. There we go. That's why I said what I said. <laughs> um, Dave Batista. Yeah. He posted a photo of himself in Cures of War armor with the quote saying, I can't make this any easier, Netflix. <laughs> Not wrong. Um, Get him. Get uh, like five other people that are just meatheads. Terry Crews. Why not? Yeah. Uh, is it Timmy Studios? T- Timmy Studios, the one, the ones that made Pokemon Unite. Doesn't matter. Uh, Timmy Studio and Capcom are working on a new Monster Hunter mobile game. Timmy is the studio, studio behind Pokemon Unite. 
Riot will now self-publish League of Legends and Teamfight Tactics in Southeast Asia. The last 12 years, the studio has been partnered with uh, 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 Garena. Sure. To publish the two games in the region, but they are upping their presence in South, South, Southeast Asia. Crafton has acquired the Ascent developer Neon Giant. Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman in the Arkham series and also the uh, Batman animated series, as well as a slew of other things, has passed away. Yeah, it sucked when I saw that. Yep. Uh, and he, also... He's got, he was such a good... He, he did. He... He uh, was a great voice actor and uh, one of the best Batmans, I would say. Yes. Oh, I. He beats real actors mm-hmm. for a fact. I say, well, real actors, body actors. Someone on NPR did their normal thing. Uh, not normal, but they they'll do a special on the on someone who passed away like this. Mm-hmm. And the person they had on who they they were talking about, it and they said like, you know, why was he so good? And he was the the response was. Because he was one of the only people that realized that Batman's the real is the real person and Bruce Wayne is the character that's being played. Yep. So I thought that was really interesting. Also Gallagher, uh yep. the watermelon mashing yep. guy, also died. A hell of a party up there. Yep. Wherever there is. Uh some copies of the God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition are missing the actual game. And PS5 console bundle owners have discovered that they received the PS4 version. So that's hilarious. Man, sounds like a bad time for people that aren't me. FIFA has announced that the first games to use its branding following the end of its long-time partnership with with EA will be Web 3.0 blockchain titles. Shocking. FIFA makes a bad decision. Part 2. FIFA likes money and bad decisions. Part 2. Yes. Hence why we're playing a World Cup in Qatar. Hey, Formula One's just as bad. Yes. Uh, Overwatch Overwatch 2 hits more than 35 million players in its first month. A lot of players. That's a lot of players. Number 11, Modern Warfare 2 had more than $1 billion sell-through in 10 days. Fastest in franchise history. Over 1 billion matches, 200 million hours played in the first 10 days. Have you have you gotten around nope. to try it? No, okay. I'm not paying $70. All right, just checking. Nobody else is playing it, man. None of my... Obviously, a lot of people are playing it, but none, none of my... <laughs> I do... That's kind of funny that it's it's like been the most popular Call of Duty, but like... We were, I was actually just talking about it a little bit with some of the guys, and one person is playing it. But I had no idea because him and I don't talk normally. So it's like, yeah, you know, hey, I'm playing. You can play with me. And I was like, mm. you're literally the only person I play with. The rest of them can all kick rocks. And he's like, yeah, you know, fair enough. Uh, number 12, Final Fantasy 16 will be PS5 exclusive for just six months. And number 13, Lionsgate is fielding proposals to make a AAA John Wick game. Please don't. Number 14, Warner Brothers Interactive showed a 30 minute plus a gameplay showcase of Hogwarts Legacy. Providing a new look at character creation, a tour of the school itself, and a brief look at combat. And I'm still wondering, stop! if you delayed it, shut up. Shut the front door. Like, why, why are you going to keep talking about it leading into Christmas to get everybody to ask their people for Christmas? And then you're not going to have it out by then. I'll tell you what happened. Shut up. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Don't, I don't want to hear it. The uh, person in charge of marketing at the studio 
this is their first game that has gone that's gotten a lot of attention and they got excited so they came out with this crazy plan we're like oh this is my huge plan for leaking for like drip feeding all this information to keep our interest up high which in retrospect is a terrible idea so i like where your head's at i got a better answer for you okay it incorporates the beginning of yours Mm -hmm. where it's definitely a new person and then it follows with no one told them it's delayed (laughs) (laughs) so they're just they've been they go in every day they look at their their content calendar release that you're saying they created and they go yep time to put out that 30 minute video we we created Sounds good. Really quiet here today. I figured there'd be a lot more people celebrating the launch. Anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, number 15. New World has hit 100,000 concurrent players regularly since launching its Fresh Start servers. There's not exactly any numbers to prove this statement, and I haven't seen any of the, new, the streamers playing it unless they were paid to. So here we go. Number 16. Razer has announced a new high-end PS5 gamepad to compete with the offerings like Sony's upcoming DualSense Edge or Microsoft's Elite Controllers. On the PC, the important part, Razer's Wolverine V2 Pro will be $250, so clearly no one knows how to price a controller yet. Number 17, except for Microsoft. Number 17, Riot Games has announced a new Women's League of Legends standalone tournament called Rising Stars. The goal is to promote inclusion and opportunities in esports, with each team having to be composed entirely of women over the age of 16. There's a horrible joke there, and I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Riot, you sick fucks. McDonald's. <laughs> it's like, all right, if you're going to be a company, Riot, with your horrible track record, maybe you shouldn't be like, maybe you should just like let a third party thing do it and say you, yeah. you give them money to do it. Yeah. Rising Star is sponsored by Riot. Yeah. But, run, but not by, run by Riot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funded by, not ran by. Yeah. Do that. Number 18. McDonald's made a gaming chair called the McCrispy. It comes complete with a fries holder, two dip holders, a burger heat zone, and a grease-resistant leather treatment. So that way you can lick all your disgustness right off of it. Oh, God. That's a terrible image. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I seem to have dripped some of my barbecue thoughts on the other floor. (laughs) (laughs) Need my nuggies. I hate this simulation. I need my tendies and my nuggies so I can play my video games. Mom, where's my chicken tendies? Ah! Hot pockets. Uh, like, how are that even? Like, I don't, I don't know how you use a chair, but for most people, I would use the armrest for my arms. And at no point would I. Do go, you want me to describe to you what the chair go, looks like? Oh man, I've seen it. Okay, but when I go, oh man, I got barbecue sauce all up and down my arm because I forgot to put the cover back on my lid holder. <laughs> what? Uh, the grease resistant. Like they, it's. It's so like self aware that it's it's cringy. The only thing that I'm upset about is that the back is solid and not just one gigantic M. Okay. Just giant arches with mesh in them, call it a day. I mean that would be better. Yeah. McDonald's, hire me for your chair V two. The McCrispier. Number nineteen. <laughs> Some interesting rumors and speculation that I'm gonna sprint through. Sony and NCSoft have reportedly struck a deal to create a Horizon MMORPG. The project will be developed by South Korean company behind the Lineage and Guild Wars MMO series and target the global market. As if Matt and I weren't just talking about what's ArenaNet doing lately, huh? That's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at us go, Matt. We're once again 
our powers combined. Blizzard's Diablo 4 is reportedly targeting an April 2023 release date with an early access open beta planned for February. Number C. Xbox Games Studios head Matt Booty <laughs> Booty Booty said that Fable progress is so encouraging and that Playground has put internal worries to rest because we have chopped its head off and executed it. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've gutted it and exchanged it with who is helping them? Square Enix, I think. Or Edios. One of them's uh, helping them. Yeah. I, <laughs> we put it to rest like the Balverine it was. <laughs> oh, reference. Hey, get it? It's in the universe. Number D, Xbox boss Phil Spencer expressed excitement about the prospect of sitting down with Blizzard to discuss StarCraft and WarCraft. Quote, I'm excited about getting to sit down with the teams at Activision and Blizzard to talk about back catalog and opportunities that we might have. So I will dodge the question other than to say it's not something I can actively work on right now, but the thought of being able to think about what could happen with those franchises is pretty exciting to me as somebody who spent a lot of hours playing those. I, for one, am looking so, so forward to bringing back the Vikings games and all the other things you forgot they made. Fuck. Probably right. Uh, He then followed that up by staring down the camera and saying... I will own them. <laughs> <laughs> they will be mine. Uh, letter E. For Mass Effect's N7 day, Bioware did nothing. Number F. PlayStation 5. <laughs> Slim rumored to release in Q3 2023. The real joke for the N7 day thing is that apparently they released a teaser video, which if you're anybody that's watching a Bioware thing, you saw nothing. Don't look at it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, don't look at it. You're probably right, because uh, they did say it's in pre-production. Just don't look. Pretend you saw nothing. Celebrate the good times and the memories you have. Yes. I agree with of that Of a sentiment. Bioware that used to exist. I agree with that Where sentiment. you went, man, Commander Shepard. Until they come ass. out with a good... <laughs> until they come out... <laughs> I'm Commander Shepard, and this is the thick assassin on Citadel. Uh... <laughs> Until they come out with a good game again. And you got a while for that. And letter G, final one. Jason Schreier claims that Modern Warfare 2 will get a premium expansion in 2023, developed by none other than Sledgehammer Games. Sure, why not? I don't know. Sounds good. It's easy to make money on Modern instead of going back to a classic game again. Yeah, of course. Anyway, seven days, what you been up to? Not a whole lot. Uh, started God of War Ragnarok uh, a couple hours in. You know, probably going to be a slow progress, slow going, but I'll get through slow it. Slow burn, slow ragging, slow rocking. It's a weird experience for me playing a game slow. I don't like it. You say that as if you don't always play a game slow. It's different, though. All right. It's not. I mean, I know what you mean. I consume a lot of the game over a long period of time because, you know, all the reading, all that. This is just slow, period. And then, uh, you know, watching some animes, watching Andor, so fucking good. If you... I'll get there, I'll get there. If you... I have to I, get there I, the World Cup. <laughs> I would argue... Okay, alright. And I've seen it said from other people online, 
critics, not critics, random Reddit people, friends, coworkers. Not so much family, because I had to force my brother to watch it. But anyways, um, it's the best TV show this year. Possibly. Interesting. That is a... Possibly. It is by far the best Star Wars thing that has come out since the original trilogy. I would... Without watching it, I would still probably agree with you about that. Because I would, I trust your vibes, and I also know the other things that have existed. Yeah, I mean, it's not. There's not much competing against it, and like, but best it TV just, show. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. It's good. It's good. It's real good. Uh, also watching anime. Is it over yet? No, there's two more episodes. Two more. Okay, it's twelve total. Oh wow, it's a lot longer than I thought it would have been. Yeah, it's it's. I would have guessed eight to ten. It's the normal. Yeah, digital it movie. is. Um, I think they're honestly the weakest episode was the first episode. Interesting, which I think contributes to why it's actually doesn't it hasn't pulled like the viewership that the Mandalorian has. But obviously, it's also, not as sexy as also, the Mandalorian. Yeah, it's also the. I mean, even for Mando season one, which was the first like foray into the whole thing, but it was the character you know, yada yada yada. Yeah, you know, there's the little yeah. bit of. Talking on the memory juice a little yeah. bit. It's just like the show is just built and is on a whole nother level. It's like it's not like it's just on a different level than Star Wars shows have, have been. All right. All right. Um, watching the anime thing. Uh, Spy Family. Great anime. They say was curious. Um, it's the most tame name I've heard in a while uh, for anime. Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, is that's, weird. That's more in line with what I'm used to. Uh, when I, whenever she wishes someone a happy birthday, they die. I don't know how that happens. Was it like One Note? It, it seems to be that way. Or like Death, Death, Death Note. Note. Thank you. I combined One Piece and Death Note into One Note and made a Microsoft and, 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 and made a Microsoft <laughs> product at the same time. Yeah. Um, what else does that mean? <laughs> if I open up One Note. We started watching this anime on it. We'll get here. I'll get a weird one for you. We started watching it at Netflix on anime or ne- <laughs> an anime on Netflix that is a reverse harem. So it's a girl who is obsessed with her cat, video games, and chocolate, and she has no interest in a love life or romance or guys at all. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And a uh, wizard, oh, uh, a wizard, which is this weird, like yellow, like thing shows up and it's like i'm going to take your favorite three things away from you and then basically put you inside of a a uh what are they called like a what those video games like the dating video games dating sim yeah like a dating sim sure um so she's just been like surrounded by these like hot guys who are like it's it's fucking hilarious <laughs> samantha's big fan of the reverse harems where, like, Amy, uh, have you got uh, managed to get to that part yet? No, she's it's too much for Amy. I, I know. But that's I all, don't know. I don't that's know. It's always I. I enjoy listening to like you guys slowly trying to see how far the line is. <laughs> now, totally broken. She's broken. Um, 
Yeah, that's where we've been up to. Yeah, I've been up to the the two things we already talked about. Yeah. The manager de football. Mm-hmm. Did you stick in with the uh, playthrough idea of... Um... Yeah. Him and I were talking a bit, playing a little bit today and talking about it as he's starting. He's kind of starting in his... Mm. He's trying to, he's going to try to catch up to me, I think. Um, But obviously, it's like I'm going to keep moving forward. Yeah. So it, he'll be able to catch me at some point, probably. But uh, I just got to the World Cup break in my save. Okay. So... Yep, pushed there, got there, feeling good, doing good, second in the league. Everything's flowing and working well, and I'm like, all right, I can, I can, I feel like we're going good. Once this all goes to shit, I'm going to feel really bad, but I'm feeling like we're going good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, we've heard this tale. Yeah, every it's time, a, every time. It's a tale as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> well, feeling real good about this football manager yeah, save. Yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. Literal beauty and the beast over here. And, Next uh, episode, you'll be like, so... Uh, they fired me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything was going well. Uh, and now I'm homeless. And I honestly might just delete my character and start again. <laughs> the uh, other time has been 15 hours or so into Ragnarok. Vibing. Me and Atreus just kind of doing our thing. Getting that, that uh, I'm crazy. father-son bond. Oh, yeah, sure. Bonding is what I always call that with those two. Yeah, bonding. Bonding time. Murder. Yeah, bonding in air quotes. Uh, but that's really all I'm going to say about that because uh, I'm not going to, I'm trying to not spoil things for Matt and not be like the other thing, other people that spoil things for him at work every five seconds. So, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm curious, you, because you didn't play Elden Ring. No. So I'm curious to see, like, I'm I'm assuming uh, Game of the Year is going to come down to God of War and Elden Ring. That's my assumption. I think God of War will win. That based is also... On, based on two things. I don't know when the cutoff is, mm-hmm. so that might be the issue. If the cutoff was before or after for, like, the voting. Two, because it always depends. For us, it'll always be God of War, because we do ours at the, I, at the proper time by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, But for the other ones, I don't remember when their cutoff is. And then two... It will have recency bias, which helps a ton. Fallen Order, I think, didn't make the cutoff when it came out, right? If I remember correctly. Uh, That sounds right. I'm just curious when that came out, because I think it was right at the cutoff. Yeah, I think it'll be close, because Fallen Order came out November 10th. Yeah, it'll be close. I know he changes it kind of by year or whatever, but... Uh, it for me, it's got a war. It's not close. I'm not even done with it, but I'm in love with it. Uh, but I'm also not an Elden Ring player, so that's kind of slightly skewed. But the issue is always at the end of the time, game of the year, is that recency bias takes a huge count in it. And you have people arguing for stuff like Elden Ring where it was really good, but then people don't really remember the feelings that they had with it because they have the new ones that are clouded by what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I if it do be what it do be, you know what I mean. If the original God of War can be Red Dead Redemption too, then right, <laughs> which which for me it did, because it didn't run into the pacing problem that Red Dead did. Yeah, which is the only thing that stopped it. Yep, I agree. God, that year was so good. That was 2018, man. We're gonna look. We're alive. gonna look back at that year and be like, oh. We'll be chasing that high for the rest of our lives. It'll, it'll, it's in the, if I ever get the ability and they say, what year do you want to forget? I'm saying 2018. <laughs> and I'm not remembering 
God of War too good. or Red Dead, and I'm going to be like, what? They made a second one. I'm going to play them again and go, holy shit, these are so good. Because <laughs> that's what I want. I want to be able to play Red Dead again, but I can't and while I remember it. I yeah. have to be able to forget it. Yeah. Uh, it it's, sounds like a good idea, and then you try to, and you're like, I can't do it. Yeah. It's like, I know. I already know. I know. I can't do this. I know. Uh, and then, you know, wow. It's always there. Yep. Well, keeping got, it, keeping it, your... in the, keeping it in the background, keeping the movement fresh, understanding my fingers, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards, making sure everything's ready. I've changed my UI like four times over now. You haven't settled yet. I've, I've settled in some regards. <laughs> so. We'll Has there see. been a, um, has there has there been a, a a community consensus as to a like good UI build or is, is it people just all over the place? I think there's some people that are all over the place. I always know what I want to achieve. It's just then I'll see certain like weak horrors and stuff to make it look a little bit better, and I'm like, ooh, kind of like how that presents things or like how that presents things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So there's does a it bit allow you? Yes, I can export my UI and give it to somebody. Okay, that was going to be my question: is if if you could swap UIs on the fly. Yeah, yeah, of... I could. I literally just you hit edit mode, drop to the other UI, and you're fine. That's that's good. So you could have a UI for each role or whatever. Yeah, which I do. Be. I have a healer UI and I have a DPS slash tank UI, and all that really does is just changes where a couple yeah. things go. Yeah, they're Size pretty. They're pretty similar. Um, and when I say they're pretty similar, I mean down to like there literally might be three or four differences total. But then cool. it's just about making some other things kind of work the way I want them to keep things up to date and be ready for launch. While I win soccer games and yeah, I think between like creatures God of war, wars. football manager, world cup holidays, it's going to come on so quick. Yeah. So quick. Yep. And I'm ready for it. There it is. This is my prime. jam. This is my time. This is my time of the time to shine. Prime of the, prime of the year. This prime is where prime. I thrive in the chaos. Random uh, news fact, Toyd. Okay, perfect. Because I was about to end it. And hey, he um, does have one more thing to say. They uh, they hear about the big chunk of uh, the Challenger space shuttle they found. No, but that would explain a lot about the Challenger space shuttle. You know what I mean? <laughs> I should have had that chunk. That's terrible. Why is that terrible? <laughs> of all the things I said tonight, that's the bad one. Uh, what other weird thing? That's oh, the yeah. equivalent of like, you know why he died? Well, I feel like all the blood should have been inside the body. <laughs> <laughs> the other weird thing they found was um, the some archaeologists think they might they might have found Cleopatra's uh, tomb. That's gonna be creepy. Yep, and it's you- it's. It's at the end of a 4,800-foot-long tunnel. That sounds about right. Um, Checks out. And then... It's uh, probably actually in Greece. <laughs> like, it just goes... Yeah, it just goes underneath, and they're like, I don't know where we actually are. It's funny, because part of the tunnel is flooded by the Mediterranean. Of course it is. Obviously. Why wouldn't it be? Um, if there's nothing more Cleopatra than that. Yeah. And then... There's and, a tunnel on the other side, and then just somehow right in between the two, they don't touch, and Mark Anthony's in that. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I mean that—that's the assumption. Is they're buried together. Um, Do we think they actually are though? 
I don't know. I doubt it. They died together. That's true. But I feel like it's probably not actually him. It's probably somebody else. They probably said they're buried together, and then they're not. And they're yeah. You know how they like to play their games. Yeah. Well, that and or they're buried. They're buried together, except one standing in the corner. Like yeah. No, no, no. You can't actually be there. You're there, but you're not. And then what if what if Augustus did something with, you know? Oh yeah. Mark Anthony's body. It was just like fuck this guy. What if Augustus? What if Augustus said replace me with him? (laughs) Or yeah, yeah. Replace. When I die, put me there. Take him into the ocean. I don't care about him. Put me there. That'd be very Roman of him. Um, what is the other Man, factoid thing? Uh, they found uh, a hidden chamber underneath a Mayan temple that had um, what looked to be alien and UFO carvings and representations. Sure, why not? So there you go. Better little, than the Nazis. Little uh, yeah. imagine, imagine they found Nazi carvings down there. Yeah, just carvings of Nazis, like people just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little unnerving. That, what do you do about Indiana Jones then? Does that just become historical like proof now? Oh, speaking of Indiana Jones, early screenings of Indiana Jones 5 says it's disastrous. Shocking. Harrison's <laughs> lost his damn mind. Also, uh, apparently Disney <laughs> wants to do... <laughs> apparently Disney wants to do an Indiana Jones TV show. Isn't it just going to be like the Indie Junior show that used to exist? I don't know. You know the one I'm talking about? Yes. Kid Indie. I can't remember what the name of the show was. Uh, it was it, it was, was Young Indiana Jones. Was it just Young Indiana Jones? Yeah, I think so. Was it The Adventures of? I think it was, was The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones or something like that. Yeah, because it was actually his uncle, I think, in the show. He wasn't his dad. He was like the uncle. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, snakes. <laughs> anyway, any any other factoids? Um, I think that's it. Perfect. And in that case, in seven days, you will have more. And I will also be here. Toodaloo. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.